Man, I am excited uh, looking at the radar here as uh, we are recording this on this Tuesday morning at just before 1130. Uh, I'm here, my name, by the way, Chief Meteorologist Rich Wardzik, here with uh, meteorologist Eric Alf. We have been ecstatic over what we've been seeing so far this morning. Flurries coming across Del Mar, the first flakes of the season. And it's only flurries. It's but, only flurries. But you know what? For we're, snow we're, lovers. We're tying the amount of snowflakes that... We saw last winter. That's right. Salisbury and South, I think we've uh, uh, we've definitely tied the amount of flakes. In fact, places like Somerset County, Worcester County, I don't think anybody saw snowflakes last season. So this would be more than last season, right? I got to say, yeah. I got to say, actually, ever since Sunday, I've had my suspicions that we were going to see our first flurries of the season today. It makes sense. I mean, we had the cold front come through Sunday, um, what, it was late Sunday night when it was approaching with the rain, but then it was early Monday morning that the front moved through. Temperatures were falling during the day. We saw that the Arctic air was really uh, starting to bleed in from the northwest, a series of um, you know, secondary cold fronts, yeah. as we call them, coming through. So it looked like it was going to be in the cards that we would see potentially a few of these flakes, but it helps that we have the Chesapeake Bay when you have this really cold air coming across still the relatively warmer waters of the bay, get a little bit of an enhancement. Yeah. And uh, I, I know that's what we've seen so far today on this Tuesday. Yeah. Those of you listening on a Wednesday, I know this is past at this point, but right. we're excited about it. Got to talk about it. We do. Uh, uh, as we're speaking right now, there's a secondary front just west of the peninsula, um, really sparking some impressive radar returns in the Baltimore area around D.C. right now. Um, so I'm keeping an eye on that. But just the whole morning, I've been keeping an eye on the radar for snow flurries. And I hope I could get some footage of some today. Um, but that'd be cool to be able to see that. I've seen a few people remark on social media, a couple bursts of flurries or even a decent snow shower. I know in Ellendale, saw a report out of Sussex County, Georgetown as well. We were talking to uh, meteorologist Jake Grant just a little yeah. bit ago. Yep. He was uh, noting the, the snow showers that uh, were coming through the D.C. area. And I, I got a text from a few people out of the Rockville and Durwood areas in Montgomery County. And they both confirmed that uh, decent snow shower, heavy flurry, as they were calling it, coming through. Decent snow shower in Philadelphia today, That's this right. morning. Um, I saw on the Mount Holly Twitter account um, and uh, in the Baltimore area, just all around. And it's our turn right now to get into some flurry action today. Um, even just a couple of days ago, um, there's a couple of factors. There's the front, there's you know, potential uh, bay effect snow. That's right. I was uh, talking a concept about that that's similar, fetch. you know, we, we hear about the lake effect snow, you know, towards the Great Lakes, um, you know, water temperatures around 50 to a little above 50 degrees in the bay. You know, that's good warm water. We've got really cold air, especially aloft. That's helped um, to spark, up, you know, more to our north, more instability based snow showers just because it's so cold. Another thing, too, is that, you know, temperatures, you know, here. 40 degrees or whatnot, and you're thinking like, how could it snow at 40 degrees? Um, when you got dry air in place, you can get a phenomena where evaporative cooling from the snowflake flowing kind of offsets the melting because uh, evaporation is a cooling process. So you can get the snowflake to remain intact without melting, reaching to the ground at around like 40 degrees and whatnot. That's kind of what we're seeing today. Um, so that's really cool in and of itself, but obviously, I'm looking at the temperatures right now behind that secondary front, you know, just, you know, in western Maryland right now, central Maryland, temperatures are in the lower to mid, uh, uh, mid to upper 30s right now. 
we're kind of around 40 degrees right now. Well, I noticed, so. too, with this uh, secondary front coming through and that punch of uh, true Arctic air bleeding yeah. in, is the the nature of how dry the air is. Yeah. Seeing the dew points drop into the teens, oh, which yeah. is excessively dry air. Yeah. Obviously, we're getting the time of the year where this is becoming more and more common. But those that uh, do suffer from issues because of dry air, this is this is like the stuff we usually get in January and February yeah. uh, coming through. Teen, and teen, teen dew points, single digit dew points. Um, it's gonna be a bit blustery tonight. So even the wind chill so, down so, during the day. In the wind 30s, chill, yeah. I mean, 20s. there's this whole wind chill factor. But if there wasn't any wind tonight, with the dew points so low, you know, we've talked about this, you know, and we've mentioned before on how. When you get a good radiational cooling night, you can use the dew point as a clue to see how low the temperature will go. So, you know, when you get wind, you kind of get more mixing. It kind of prevents the cooling more so. But at the same time, now you're getting the wind chill factor. And wind chills this afternoon, around 30 degrees, lower 30s, upper 20s, kind of a shock to the system. We, For the afternoon, at least, this is definitely the coldest afternoon of the season thus far, no doubt. And uh, it's... Really, uh, really noticeable. Well, kind, of, kind of a little festive, though, because I'm noticing they're putting up the Christmas tree here in downtown Salisbury. <laughs> I think that's that's um, perfect, too. Yeah. You know, every, uh, yeah. The towns across the area, Salisbury, I noticed in Rehoboth Beach, they've already uh, got some of the uh, yeah. decorations out there. Yeah, Real festive. The snow showers yeah. coming through, the flurries just adds just to crank it. crank the Christmas music already. You know? There you go. <laughs> and, um, and those of you but. listening here, uh, if you've downloaded or are streaming this here on a Wednesday morning, um, you know, we're talking about this happening here on a Tuesday, but as you're listening right. to this, the coldest part of this right. air mass moving through. Even Wednesday, can be chilly, really chilly. And Wednesday during the day, we don't see any type of improvement with the high temperature that will be closer to 40, yeah. just like we had here, uh, expecting here on this Tuesday afternoon. But then the warm-up kicks in. Oh, it's a very short-lived uh, cold it's snap. Ve- we're, we're back to, you know, even starting Thursday and especially into Friday, you know, just well into the 50s. Um, got some systems moving through, but it's going to be all rain by the looks of it. Uh, you know, so far we've been getting a lot of these inland tracks um, with these storms. Um, and, you know, you're on the warm side when you get those more inland you know, storm tracks. Um, so in terms of snow from, you know, a big storm system, haven't had that yet. Doesn't look like that's happening, at least for the next week or so. Um, but, uh, well, there's even some suggestion, um, you know, looking outward here yeah. in the next 30 days. We're actually moving back into maybe a warmer than average pattern or at least slightly warmer than average. Yeah, but for a majority of December, I think. But um, not unheard of. Um, you know, we get this nice we get this first blast of Arctic air for this time of the year. This is considered pretty cold. Um, clearly, if this was Arctic air in January or February, we'd be much, much colder. But Correct. Um, you get that first blast, uh, you know, we're still in an El Nino pattern, and I know right, that that's yep. influencing, at least here short term, our temperature swing that will be in the upward direction here uh, for a good chunk of the month. So I say that uh, to preface the fact that, you know, we're prefacing what we're saying here with being excited about the snowflakes. I know some people are thinking that, well, does this mean we're going to have a white Christmas? And, oh, um, it's a very, very low chance. Yeah, um, very low chance. For just that. like, you know, history would show. I'm correct. Um, what is it like for here? It's like a five, ten percent chance. I think it's five, about five yeah, percent. And I think people have to remember too that it, it's not so much that it can't be cold yeah. enough for snow. It's just you have to have everything work out that on the 25th of December, um, yeah, it's snowing and yeah. it could be cold enough for it. You know, and some people consider a white Christmas. Well, if it snowed the day before, as long as it's on the ground, I, I'll I give that. You know, if there's snow on the ground on Christmas, I count that as a white Christmas. Hey, but. 
yeah. the, the chances are you, you, you have to have the weather cooperate yeah. in several different factors, of course, um, to have that type of a Because that's, that's still kind of early in the season. It know? is very um, early for us, right? Technically, uh, I mean, think about it. Christmas, the 25th, you're only a few days into winter. Yeah, exactly, so. yeah. Uh, I did have one instance of a white Christmas, though. Not a lot, but I, I've grown up in southern New York, by the way. That's where I'm from, if anyone uh, didn't know yet. Um, and it was a 2017 Christmas morning. We got uh, snow showers during the overnight. There was no snow Christmas Eve day, but we woke up around 7, 8 a.m. And the National Weather Service definition of a white Christmas is at least, at least an inch of snow on the ground Christmas morning. And we got that. Everything was all covered. It was a wet kind of pasty snow as well, so it stuck on the trees as well. But then we got into the 40s by the afternoon. But uh, that was my last instance of a white Christmas. That was over six years ago. And I'm trying to remember <laughs> mine. Um, right around six years ago. I've spent a lot of time um, in my previous markets, uh, Dayton, Ohio, for 10 years. And I'm not even trying to think if we even had one out there. And that's an area that um, <laughs> yeah. it's guaranteed you see snow yeah. every season. Um, I, you know, it's the same thing in the eastern third of the United States. You just get these warm-ups that are very typical late fall that can put you into very mild air uh, come Christmas. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, when the last time I had a white Christmas or experienced one, I know in the D.C. area where I grew up, just over the bridge here from Delmarva, we had a few um, that I can remember. And the D.C. Baltimore area has had some December snows for sure. It's, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not out of uh, the ordinary to see that. It's just been a while. But... You know, gosh, I, I couldn't tell you last time. <laughs> yeah, I know up from it's where rare. you're from, a little more common to maybe get an earlier snow than uh, down here, but uh, in the mid-Atlantic. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, as, as, as you mentioned, Eric, 5% or even less chance in Delmarva, especially to get a white Christmas to even see snow. Yeah. You know. I mean, we, we've talked about this before where we think the pattern that we're in, that our greatest chance for um, big snowstorms Mm -hmm. At least one would be later in the season, towards January and February. Um, it's not impossible, I think, this month, but uh, I think the chance is pretty low. But, you know, and I've mentioned this before, that we're starting to maybe see indications of a weakening polar vortex later into the season. And what happens is that, and I've said that an El Nino year in, of itself will not provide the cold air and needs something else. And if you get that weakening of the polar vortex, which is very consolidated when it's strong, you get cold outbursts. And we may be looking at, again, it's what you said, it needs to come at the right time. You need the cold air to line up with the snow and you need the storm to track at the very right spot away from the coast so we get that cold air to filter in and then you get the big snowstorms. But at least for the next week, maybe a couple of weeks, I've just not seen that. I think what's been happening here recently is a sign that if we could go back into this pattern, it would be conducive for us to see snow. And yeah. something that I notice is that you know, if you can get a cold front or a pattern to set up where the cold front moves through and that cold air lingers and it almost sets you up at night for lows in the 20s, daytime highs in yeah. the 40s, the ground eventually becoming um, much more conducive to hold on to snow. And yeah. the colder ground yeah. begets you know, colder air. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like a situation that... Kind of like accumulates. The right. Yeah. It, it does. And we started to see that coming out of Thanksgiving here. Um, and it had that feel that we typically get before we start to get into a pattern that we could see snow. And yeah. um, it's obviously not going to happen this go around. But I think that if we get back into that, and I don't think at any point last winter we had that where we had 
successive days where it almost feels like the ground was being primed or the air uh, over us was being yeah. primed for a snow <laughs> yeah. event. Um, didn't have that last season. Had a little hint of that so far here this uh, late fall. So for the snow lovers out there, for me, that uh, likes to see a little bit of snow, I know you, you as well. And I, I don't know, Jake. Jake's in here. He's, he's in the court. Do you like snow? Thumbs up. He likes snow. Hey, so we got three of us snow weenies. Right. We're, we're all on board for a little bit of snow. Ah. He hasn't seen any in years. So, um, you know, uh, not everybody. So I'm just like a, a kid right now for these snow flurries. I just want to see some snow flurries. That, that's... It's just nice to see a little bit. Yeah. Uh, kind of circling back around to what's been going on today. Yeah. We're very, we're, we're very excited. You can tell here. So, in I mean, if you see, if you see a snow video on my, my socials, uh, don't be surprised. Hey, you know, uh, I, I took a snapshot of the radar earlier. I put that on my Instagram story. Oh, and yeah, I was yeah. excited, you know. I'm still watching that snow shower over the Baltimore. Well, I know over yeah. the uh, mountains, we were just we're looking at a few radar pictures here, just uh, looking at some storm reports from earlier. Um, you know, the mountains of Maryland have already seen uh, a couple snow events so far this season. Oh, yeah. But, uh, they were yeah. worried about this, snee- this uh, ski season again and those parts being delayed. Um, as has been more and more the case per winters. But uh, I think events like this, at least, they get some snow-making nights where behind these fronts, um, it's cold enough to make yep. snow. And, that, and that's really yeah, what that's it comes down to. It's not how much snow is falling, you know, from a natural standpoint. It's like, can they keep it cold enough at night to make snow? That's true, yeah. Um, we've seen plenty of those now. And also, um, there's the fact that when you get the, the cold air flowing along those mountains, um, you know, you get the upslope flow on the western or side of those mountains. Yeah, that, that really helps. Um, yeah. But uh, at the same time, you get the drying effect on the eastern side of those mountains yep. with the downslope. Yeah, that's why you see a lot so, of times those heavy snow showers, they just they, they fizzle out as soon as they cross over. You'll see mountains. that a lot. Um, I've seen Sport. that a lot when we're showing the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, on these. Well, I know growing up in the D.C. That, area, yeah. it was like that. We would, you'd, it, it, as a kid growing up, man, you know, it was always such a bummer, you know, until they started learning what the processes were physically to not get excited about it. But you'd see these snow showers developing over the mountains. You get these reports of heavy snow, and you're like, this is all coming yeah. our way. I know. But if you don't know the geography, over, it's, yep. it's like... They die out as yeah. soon as they, uh, they cross I see out see that. I've seen that all the time this season. Oh, that used to... It was such a bummer. But and, no. then, and then one might say, well, if those mountains weren't there, we'd have higher chances of snow. But the thing is, is that those radar returns are appearing because of the upslope flow yep. mostly. <laughs> so like the if those mountains weren't flow, there. For those you know. at home uh, wondering what that is, it's, it's basically the air hitting the mountain being forced up and yeah. kind of wrung out like a sponge what moisture is in the yeah. air. So the if, 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 you, if you watch our broadcast and you see that on the radar where you'll see like a, a, a line of snow that's just not progressing eastward on um, just to the west of our area. That's why, because we got the Appalachian Mountains there, and that the snow, uh, the air is forced to rise along the western side of the mountains, and then come down. down. It sinks on the eastern side, and that dries the air. It's a drying process when air sinks. Um, so that's why. Yeah. Well, snow lovers out there, you can tell we're a little excited here in the Storm yep. Center, and. If you saw snow, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email. At photos WMT.com. as well. Photos, we, want, we want to see them. We want to see them. And we'll show them off on TV, too. I know yep. we're at, I'm seeing Jake's already got a photo from, what is that, Bridgeville? Yep. Yeah, and you can see it. A couple flakes there, I think, that's on a, on a, a, a trash can top. Look at that. Yep. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it, it's proof. It happened.
So we'd love to see your videos, photos, hear from you. But uh, hey, if you got any Christmas decorations in the background as well, get okay, some flakes. A little festive the, look there. You know? Yeah, we'll put it on. A little TV. festive look there. You know, we're we're in the, we're in the spirit right now. That's so. right. So I'm sure next uh, week when we talk again here on the podcast, we're looking at a different air mass. But uh, while it's cold enough for a few of these flakes, we'll rejoice in it. Snow lovers out there, a little taste of what you know, could be a little more of a snowy winter, I would think, compared to last winter. At least I think that's what we're it's all It's not going to take a lot. Point. We get an inch of snow, we already, we're already right? golden. Right? That's so true. That's true. All right. Well, I think it's going to wrap it up this week for weather-wise. And uh, you know, next week we'll talk about where we're headed, a clearer look there toward the end of December, our Christmas weather. And what to expect as we go into 2024. But for myself and meteorologist Eric Alf, this week's edition of WeatherWise from the podcast, the podcast for the meteorologist here at w, uh, 47 ABC WMDT. Thanks for downloading and streaming, and we'll talk to you again next Wednesday.